Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Well, y'all, come on in. We've thrown the door wide open. Come grab a seat at my house, Rosie's house, and let's visit about your house. We've been doing this for 30 years. Let us share with you our reservoir of knowledge and experience as it relates to maintaining, uh, upkeep, repairing, or remodeling your home, wherever it is in the great state of Arizona. Now, you can join the conversation and ask us questions direct. We have Jen Gura from our office here call screening today. She'll grab the phone, get your name, where you're calling from, what your question is, and we'll get you on air to answer the question just absolutely as quick as we can. We're broadcast over several stations across the state of Arizona. You do not call the station. You call this one toll-free number, 1-888-767-4348. An easy way to remember that is 1-888-ROSIE-4-U. R-O-S-I-E, the number 4, and the letter U. That puts you right in touch with Broadcast Central for Rosie on the House. That's just one of the things we do to try and be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. The other thing we do is we post a blog weekly. We send an email newsletter out weekly, and we don't spam, and we don't ever solicit your email address to anybody else. And we've got over 15,000 homeowners that rely on that newsletter coming to their email box every single week. It's a useful tool. Uh, life's busy. Our schedules are busy. Not everybody can spend four hours tuned in every Saturday. If you've got one specific element of your home, it gives you a, a preview of our hourly lineup. So, oh, we're talking security today. Yes, I need to make sure and tune in at nine o'clock when they're talking security. Or uh, I've got a tree question. We've got the arborist in this week. Next week, we'll have Jay Harper. will be just notes from the nursery. Any landscape or gardening question. Uh, we'll also have garage doors, your weekly to do. So it gives you a preview and an idea of what uh, what's scheduled. If you're busy, you're traveling, or, or can't tune in, you can always go back and podcast, and it'll let you know what hour to podcast for whatever content it is you're looking for. You know, so we have listeners who are newsletter subscribers who are avid participants in the information. And a perfect example of that is an email we got this week from Rick down in Oro Valley. Came 40 minutes after our newsletter went out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we push send on this mass email distribution, and it includes information uh, about a blog and a weekly tip. Uh, and and the, Go ahead. And unsolicited uh, promotion. We use Fire Drum. A lot of people are familiar with the name's Constant Contact. That's a big one. But we switch. Fire Drum is a local Arizona company, so just to... Be local and support local. When we found out there's a company based in Arizona that does newsletter distribution and management, we switched to Fire Drum, and they've been working great for us. So if you've got an email newsletter and you want to support local, Fire Drum's a great resource. Okay, there you go. Well, in this week's newsletter, we're talking about security like we're talking about all month long. We had North Valley Locksmith in last week, a great segment on what makes a good lock. Should I invest in a smart lock? Uh, it, it was a great show last week. This week we're talking about 
simpler things, and we're talking in particular about the front door. And it isn't my intent by covering this information to scare any of you. I just want you informed. And the funny thing about break-ins, well, I don't guess there's anything funny about a break-in, but the irony of break-ins is that the great majority of them, residential break-ins, occur right through the front door. They're not sneaking and slurking around the backside of the house. The front door actually is very easy to get into. Uh, and most of those happen during the day when you're at work, and a lot of times they'll disguise it like a landscape maintenance vehicle that neighbors wouldn't think any wise anything of to see that uh, you know, rolling down, down the right. street on any given day. That's right. It's the front door, and it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's, that's about the most often time they're going to try and get in your house. Now, the thing to know about that is they're looking – for the front door they can get in the quickest they're not going to spend very much time getting up there and picking the lock that takes way too much time they're going to get up there with a battering ram a homemade battering ram and they're just going to blow the door open uh, by blasting out the jam with the deadbolt using the deadbolt to bust the jam so we go through a list on her blog in this newsletter and Rick reads that, and he sends us this email, and he says, okay, well, have, have Rosie answer this on Saturday's show. If I, if I have a sturdy, deadbolting, steel security door that I spent over $1,000 on, why would I have to do all the other front door suggestions? It's, it is going to take an evildoer a lot more than 60 seconds to get through my steel security door. And Rick, that's a very perceptive question. You've already, but the other things that I list are all fairly inexpensive things to do. You've already done the one big ticket item. As I mentioned, they're looking for the easy door to get in. So if they recognize that you have that steel security deadbolted door in front of the secondary main entry door, they're, they're pretty much going to check your house off the list as one they want to try and get into. But you've already done the expensive stuff, and it won't take you. You've spent over 1000 on this. It isn't going to cost you another $20 <laughs> to do the other things that I talk about in that particular blog, like it might cost more than that if you go to a real expensive grade one smart lock, but a good deadbolt reinforcing the jam so that they can't kick it out are all ways to make that door even more secure than it currently is. But the screen door is absolutely the best starting point. A security screen door is a great investment for, uh, if nothing else, just deterring them. Like you said, they're going to yeah. keep going on past uh, to, to the next house. Now, not all security steel doors are made equally. You know, There's some yeah. really Junk. cheap stuff that yeah. the metal's so thin, it's almost like, you know, the, like they took recycled soda cans and <laughs> restructured them, and they've got plastic connections at the corners. And I've I've seen quote unquote steel security doors being sold 
that had removable pin hinges on the outside of the door. <laughs> Pop the hinge oh, and pull it off. Oh, so man. Not, not really? all security you, screen doors are made equal. That's exactly right. So, Rick, you're exactly right on that. You've spent the most money on the first best line of defense. But then he had a second question that addresses something we were covering a little bit later in the newsletter, and it's about the overhead garage door. And we talk about that cord that hangs down from the automatic door operator, which is there for you to release in the uh, in a situation where you have a power outage at your home and you need to get out of the garage with your car. You simply pull down on that. It disengages the door from the automatic opener operator and you can manually lift the garage door. We tell people, cut those cords off and buy a wooden dowel and put a teacup holder uh, in the end. And just set that dowel on the side. And so here's Rick's question. Well, I have no windows in my garage door, nor anywhere else in the garage. So why would I have to remove the cord? Rick, I'm not going to explain over air how easy it is to break in to an overhead garage door. But you don't have to have windows for me to get in your garage door in seconds. And I'm talking about in seconds if you have that cord hanging down. Now, if you go to our website, you'll see a picture of a dowel that I've painted blaze orange. So you could easily find it easily if you were trying to get it. out of the garage and I manually. Put, I put a little teacup uh, hook on the end, screw it in by hand, very simple. And it's shown installed in place. Now, it doesn't stay there. <laughs> you know that we're we're showing the picture this is what this is how you would use it but if you've got that cord hanging down rick it is extremely easy to get in your garage door whether you have windows or not and that's all i'm gonna say about that because i don't want to tell people how to do it <laughs> all about what? all the bad guys already know how to do it <laughs> So you think we tell the good guys in case they ever need to break into their own home? <laughs> uh, one of the funniest that, what, funniest shows we ever had was two guys from Paradise Valley <laughs> calling. The, during the show, they had locked themselves in the, in the garage. That red cord is designed for manual release. So if you're ever in a situation where you, you can't get out of the garage, you can pull that cord and manually pick the garage door up by itself. When the garage door is down, that cord is sitting right against that garage uh, door. It's right there. And to push in the top of the uh, garage. Uh, 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 <laughs> don't, don't describe how to do it. Me, it's, me, 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 me. It is too easy to do. So don't describe how to do it. It's, it's hanging there. It's a prime target. And really, with it hanging there, I'm in your garage in seconds, absolute seconds. So, Rick, thanks for being a listener. Thanks for being a subscriber to the newsletter, and thanks for participating. This is what you can do as a subscriber to our newsletter. You see something in there, and you want some additional information, shoot us an email, and you'll get like a private audience between you and me and the other 99,000 listeners. They'll all get educated it's worth the experience. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about security, the topic of the month, right here at Rosie on the House. <clears throat>
And when we get back, where we're going right now is to Sanderson Ford. If you've got car buying on your to-do this weekend, got to be on Saturday. Sanderson Ford's never open on Sunday. And if you heard John Pratt in the 7 o'clock hour, if you've been looking at the Raptors, they've got a number of Raptors on inventory on the lot today. Uh, incredible machine. How long? You've been driving your Raptor over a year? Well, I got it just before the crash. And then Jennifer You've owned got it for it. a year. Yeah, I've owned it for a year. I've only driven it about four months. And it was, I was lucky to ever get it back from Jennifer. She wasn't going to let me have it back. She said, that's my truck. No, new truck, they brought the Ranger back, and they're offering 0% interest financing for 72 months. Great way to get into a uh, Ford Ranger. I've been looking at them for economy of scale, but after being in an F-150 20 years, I don't know if I ever see myself not being... And an F-150, so I got to do a test drive and decide which route to go there. They grew the Ranger up a little bit. (laughs) If you're shopping for a vehicle, shop at Sanderson Ford. Trying to tackle something at your home? Give us a ring, 1-888-767-4348. You know, Romy, we had uh, that nice luncheon with all our plumbers this week. Uh, it was great to see them all in one place. Uh, although all of Maricopa County was in jeopardy just for that one hour and a half, because every <laughs> every every great plumber was sitting around the table at Baby K's Cajun Kitchen having uh, gumbo and jambalaya. But uh, they were talking about their need for good help, and I know a lot of tradespeople listen to this show because. I get all their emails on Monday, and and you're starting to get these too. I love it. Um, if you're in the trade or you know someone in the trade, and they're not happy with their boss, if they're being asked to do things that aren't legit or credible, uh, or, or like maybe you're a great superintendent right here in the Valley of the Sun, and you're getting tired of working in the heat. Well, my friend Tom Riley up in Prescott, needs a production manager to run the production of all his remodeling up in the Prescott Quad City area. I mean, that's how Jennifer and I got married. I went to, I was moving to Prescott to take a job with a contractor up there, and she decided to just ride in a car with me up there and snuck her first kiss right there under the <laughs> Bucky O'Neill statue. Well... Needless to say, I didn't take the job in Prescott, and history is what it is 41 years later. But I would take this job. If someone at Roseanne House would just fire me, I would go talk to Tom <laughs> about applying for this job. But seriously, he, he needs an estimator. Uh, he needs a lead carpenter. He needs a production manager. And he's just one example Every one of these plumbers said, Rosie, if there's anything you can do to dig us up great people, let's find a way to do it. So I'm reaching out to you, tradespeople or fathers who have kids in the trade or nieces or nephews. And boy, in the home services industry, the role of women has expanded exponentially since I came into the business 40 years ago. Take a look at rosieonthehouse.com. Find the area of the state you'd like to work in. Find what trade area you want to specialize in. 
and pick one of the Rosie on the House partners to go let them know I'm available. I don't know any Rosie on the House partner that isn't hiring right now. So if you think you're capable of fitting in at the very best of the best residential service providers in the state, go to rosieonthehouse.com and call some of our guys and gals and see if they can get yourself an interview. And the problem is not going away if you've got uh, someone in high school looking at you know what, where to go next, what career path to take, where to go. You know, trades are a great option. You get to work with your hands. You get to solve problems. Uh, you get to be out in the field. And there, there's not going to be uh, – I, I can't fathom what it would take to oversaturate the trade industry right now as it relates to labor demand well it would take a lot and i and i know what our partners pay their people folks this is a good living this is a living that puts you in a great neighborhood afford a good house save up for the kids college uh the all the benefits you're looking for it's working with your hands it's getting outside i can't tell you the caliber of people I've met being a home remodeler. I've met some of the Valley's best athletes, best entertainers, uh, Fortune 100 CEOs, CFOs, the founder of PetSmart, the founder of the Diet Center, all people I've worked for in the past. And uh, I, I don't know how else I would have ever crossed paths with them other than in this industry. So uh, I, I, I wish I could just shout it from every rooftop. If you're interested in working outside, making a good living, and you're good with your hands, look to construction, to not, not for a job, but for a career. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Text questions can be sent to four one one nine two three. You can send emails to info at rosieonthehouse dot com. We had a texter just a moment ago said, "I just put a hook on a dowel and took my garage door rope off while listening to you in real time." Thanks, very Rosie. good, <laughs> very good. One more safe overhead garage door right there. I love it. We've got a number of uh, different talking points in our home security article this week, and it was one of those topics we actually have done some video production for. We've got a lot of great pictures assisted, so if you read our blog, you got to see Rosie's really quick video on how to secure your French door. I I can get in a French door faster than you can French kiss your girlfriend. (laughs) And not talk French either. And I, and I don't have to. I don't have to know any French. <laughs> so in that video, it shows you the uh, French doors, the double doors. That uh, one is your primary door, and the other one is locked most of the time. But you can unlock it. It usually has a bolt that goes into the header above and the footer below. And we'll talk through how to secure that with just a, a simple drywall screw. It, it's it won't cost you anything if you've got a drywall screw. Uh, right here, at Rosie on the house. Well, we're talking home security here at Rosie on the House this morning, but we'll talk about whatever project you'd like to tackle. If 
you'd like to give us a ring at one 767 4348 Going out of the break, Romy was just bringing in an introduction to you about securing the French door. After I turn my microphone on, uh, sorry about that, you open the door, the door that's stationary that you hardly ever open, make sure that the header lock is pushed all the way up. And once it's pushed up, you can put a screw underneath that little lever to help you unlock it. And that way, they can't take a drywall hammer, which, you know... Don't don't tell them how to do it. (laughs) Well, you show in the video how they do it. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I don't don't think there's a reason with showing people how it's done. If you see how it's done, you understand what they're doing so you can better protect yourself against it. Nobody listening to this... Is uh, you hope not your your, your sure. daily smash and grab burglar? I hope not. Um, and with that drywall hammer, with that blade, uh, you know, a regular carpenter's hammer has claws t- for removing nails. A drywall hammer is looks like an axe, yeah, hatchet style. You can use that hatchet to slide in between the two doors and pull that lock down. And with this screw underneath it, you now can't get that locked down on our and, – and that's a, a very cheap way to prevent them from it, – Yeah, it's it's the price of two screws, <laughs> one, one in the flush bolt at the header and one at the flush bolt at the threshold, and you're done. And people don't believe me, but even with the deadbolt locked on a pair of French doors, a conventional – Single deadbolt locked. I can get in that French door in seconds. Seconds. So the deadbolt is a false sense of security. Until you add the screws. Until you pin, until you add the screws to your flush bolt pins. And if you need to see that, if you go to our blog, we've got the embedded uh, code there for our YouTube video that features that. It's had almost 60,000 views. Uh, since published, and one of the comments in there says, okay, fine, great, but I can still smash the glass because this French drawer we had has yeah. glass panes. I can still smash the glass, flip the deadbolt, and open the single, uh, and turn turn the lever and get in. Well, there's a couple things with that. One, most criminals don't want to make noise, so breaking glass is something they avoid. Uh, if they do do that or if you're worried about them taking that extra step to do that there are security laminates uh a security laminates is the one that i'm most familiar with it's made out of canada you can order it they send it to you it's a clear film and on their website the ceo puts it on a truck gets in the truck and has somebody shoot an ak-47 at it shatters the windshield and does not not a single bullet penetrates so it's not an expensive product for a small application like this if you're worried about the window smashing you can order a security laminate put it over and then that'll uh that'll take care of the smash factor and and then if you've got a double cylinder deadbolt where it takes a key to get in or out and you haven't left the key in the deadbolt inside the house Smashing the window isn't going to do anything. You still won't be able to unlock the deadbolt. If so, you've got the if but it's you're, a key accent. Yeah. A lot of people and but fire you're, departments. You're exactly right. Burglars don't often smash windows. That's, yeah. not, that's not their preferred form of entry. And 
a lot of uh, fire departments don't recommend the key entry because if you're trying to evacuate in a hurry and, you know, if, if you've got a fire in your home and you're stumbling around trying to find a key, that could add a layer of, of difficulty exiting the home. But, you know, that's – I don't know how many homes burn down a year, but, you know, that's a small percentage. Well, that's one other element of our newsletter. We're embedding these YouTube videos now. So you don't only get to read about how to, like in this instance, protect your home, but we actually give you a demonstration on how to protect your home. Now, we've talked about protecting the front door. We've talked about protecting French doors. We've talked about protecting your overhead garage door. Now, even with everything protected, if someone gets in the house, where do you think is the first place they're going to go? They're going to the master bedroom closet, typically. Ransacking the drawers, looking for things that they can turn into cash fast, primarily jewelry. Okay? Now, that's been the case for a 100 years. Recently... In the last 10 years, the number two place they go, and the smart guys even make it the number one place they go, is they go to wherever your home office is, and they look for information that they can steal your identity. So if you've got a little workstation in your house, a little office area, and you've got the computer there, uh, we've actually seen where they come in, and all they do is they just take the computer uh, and access it in, in their own privacy and get all the information out that they need. But if you've got a place, you know, and hanging on the wall, uh, I used to do this all the time in my little work area. I'd have bank statements received, bank statements reconciled, bank statements to file, uh, bills to be paid, bills paid, bills to be filed. And I mean, in that hanging folder arrangement, I've basically given anybody that wants access to my privacy a complete open door. So I'm going to ask you all to consider uh, getting one of the privacy lockdown devices. A lot of banks and credit card companies now offer that. We've had our identity stolen years ago. We subscribe to a particular service, have been notified on occasion when somebody's trying to do something. Uh, the identity is the most, your digital identity is the most valuable thing people want to steal because they can't, they, they won't only sell it one time, they'll sell it over and over and over and over again. Okay, so once in, let's take our jewelry and our family heirloom collection pieces and make sure they are not in the master bedroom closet. Find another place to store them because that's the first place they're going to go. And then do what you can about trying to protect your identity should someone get in and have access to your computer. Of course, never leave your computer turned on. Hopefully it times out. 
but uh, that's another concern. And the one thing that Jennifer's on a tyrant about right now is these porch pirates. And uh, we installed uh, the eyeball ring doorbells uh, on some of our rental properties and were notified at 10 o'clock last night. 10 o'clock last night, we got a delivery at one of those addresses. <laughs> and you can see the guy walking up, dropping the box. Now, fortunately, he put it back behind the wall. So you couldn't see it from the street. Yeah, so it's not easy seen from the street. Who's delivering at 10 o'clock at I, night? I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. UPS? I've got, uh, I've got it, I've got uh, it on video FedEx, right here. Uh, <laughs> Is this an Amazon thing? Is that how they're getting away with it? With I don't Prime? know. But <laughs> it, it was interesting. And then, and then we talk about alarm systems, too. We're, we're, we're a big believer in a monitored alarm system. When you stop to consider the price of all the valuables you have in your home, uh, if someone should opt to break in the house— you want something loud. You want something. I like the voice that says this is a monitored system. Police are on the way. Uh, it reduces the amount of time they can spend in your house destroying things, looking for that valuable asset that they can turn into cash. Yeah. The TV burglars are very sophisticated burglars after very sophisticated items. For our average home, you're getting below average people. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that are smashing it to have the kind of high tech criminal that you would see in Hollywood target, you know, uh, your average twenty five hundred square foot home, <laughs> and for chump change is pretty unlikely. You're getting somebody looking for drug money or you know, and you know, a, a quick smash and grab. Before we leave this topic, one of the last things I'd like to mention to people, and then we'll go to happier subjects here in the 10 o'clock hour. But being protected is a happy subject because there's nothing worse than coming home and finding your home's been vandalized. It is a horrible feeling. You just don't know, sometimes for months, everything that they got away with. So public information officer, Phoenix Police Department, 15 years ago, Tommy Thompson, he says, Rosie, what you need to let your listeners know is that once they've been hit, there are sophisticated rings of burglars that know it takes you about six to nine months to find an insurance claim and get all new jewelry, all new tools, all new electronic equipment, and your house now becomes a prime so, target for hit number two. They Rip off your old TV, yeah. setting it up to get a new TV yeah. six months later. Right, exactly. So don't think if you've been hit once that, you know, it's too late to lock the barn. It's not. As a matter of fact, if you've been hit once, the probability of getting hit a second time is pretty high. So that's all information that's in our blog. Uh, you can cover it at your own leisure, again, uh, by listening to this podcast pulling up the video and watching the material, pulling up the website and reading through the material. And if y'all would all just take a half hour or an hour, you'd become educated enough to you'd know what is the weakest link in your home security and which one you'd have to tackle first. Courtesy of Rosie on the House.
I was scrolling through some of our comments on the video of the French doors. I mentioned one earlier. Somebody said, well, what about the glass pane? And we had a couple solutions there, a double cylinder deadbolt or a security film. Another gentleman said, uh, I just realized that when they put my French doors in, they installed them backwards. So <laughs> the door goes into the home and that trim that's supposed to be there is on the inside of the home. And he's like, what to do now? Well, aside from removing all of the trim, cutting, if, if they nailed it in, cutting all the nails that secure the door to the frame of the home and physically reversing it, you would have to put, uh, I, I would say, a security door on the exterior would be his his alternate solution. Yeah, it would be. Other than manually having to cut it out and move it around. That's somebody not paying attention. You would think even just when they were down at the door jam, they would notice, hey, this this doesn't look right. Well, Why is this sloped to the inside? Well, if I told you how many <laughs> sliding patio Arcadia doors were installed backwards, you'd call me a liar. <laughs> it's unbelievable how many of them are installed backwards where the sliding door is on the outside of the fixed window. And it, it's it's so easy to get in. A, a baby could do it. So, But, you know, when you're trying to buy build a subdivision and you're trying to get costs down as much as possible for the homeowners to be able to afford your homes. You just order 1,000 left-hand <laughs> sliding patio <laughs> doors, and you just make them right-hand on the floor plan that they have to be by turning them inside out. Thousands of those units are installed all over Arizona. Well, I'm happy to see that people are taking advantage of the YouTube. We think that's one way it becomes a little bit easier to see everything. The YouTube on securing your French door has been viewed by 60,000. What what YouTube do we have that's been viewed the most? You know, we're almost over the 100,000 mark at, on the fixing the interior door that won't stay opened or closed. Oh, that's hilarious. Looking at the analytics and, and the pacing views, you know, probably... By the end of September, we'll hit that hundred thousand mark, and it, this it's is so when you easy. Have doors that <laughs> ghost and swing, uh, or don't stay open, or don't stay closed. There could be a lot of reasons that's causing it, yeah. and without having to reset or re-anchor or rebalance the door, you just pop the hinge pin out, take it outside, and hit it with a hammer. You know the, that pin. That nail, the hinge pin looks like a nail. It's got a strike head on top, and the pin itself is smaller. So when you lay it on its side, there's this, you know, it creates a triangle between the head of the pin and the end of the pin and the concrete flat surface. So when you hit it with a hammer in the middle, you can put an indention in it and then go put that bent hinge pin back into the, uh, back into the hinge, and that bent hinge will create enough friction that it'll keep the door from swinging and if it doesn't work on one well then do it on two <laughs> of the do it on both the hinges start with the top one if that doesn't solve it do it to the bottom one and that will well that becomes the show and tell section of the website now we're going to do something in the next hour we haven't done very often on the show oh and we're going to ask you if you're listening to us at home be prepared to go to your computer and turn it on and get to our website. Because this is the time of year, super cooling. 
becomes a huge issue. And we had, as, as I was telling you about the letter from Rick in Oro Valley earlier, we have another very engaged listener who's been hearing me talk about supercooling for years. Didn't believe me, wouldn't do it, didn't believe me, wouldn't do it. Finally took the bait and did it. And year over year, July to July, he cut his cooling bill. He cut his cooling bill by 50%. What? He cut, he cut his cooling bill by 50%. He cut his air conditioning bill by 33%. And he was willing to send us all of his APS bills. And we got them up on the website. And I'm going to talk you through that in the 10 o'clock hour. How you can turn your air conditioning down, live cooler. He consumed more energy. He consumed more <laughs> energy and cut his bill by 33%. Pretty and, and the indoor temperature of his house went from 78 degrees to 70 degrees. So Saved a third by getting more comfortable. On those days when it's 110, that's that feels good. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. man, does that feel good. So that's another way we're bringing visual imaging into everything that we're doing. It'll be next hour in the 10 o'clock hour. And I want to thank And we Mark. have his name and address all blacked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've protected his privacy. But I do want to thank him for being willing to send that to us because I think it's going to make it really easy for people who have heard me talking about it. They're going to actually see the results. Could, could we... Uh, be fair and say which power company he has. He already said APS. Oh, okay. he did say. Yeah. I'm sorry. He is with APS. I'm listening to the show and I didn't listen. Go <laughs> figure. And, and it could apply to any. It does. Utility company. It you know the the time of use is going to be different. Your on peak, off peak are going to be different depending on what rate plan and what utility company you're in. Uh, so you've just got to you know educate yourself to what your own utility provider does. But it, it's a universal application. And it's our open line hour, so we'll be taking calls at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you if you'd like to join the conversation. Text messages can be sent to four one one nine two three, and you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse dot com. If you need to attack, attach a picture or a quick video, those are all the different ways you can communicate with the program. Here at Rosie on the House, we've switched our hours recently. This used to be the 9 o'clock was our open line hour. But what we have found is when we bring guests in, we have so many follow-up questions for the guests often that our phone lines are tied up. And even though uh, – and, and we've got live programming after our broadcast at 11. So we would have to clear all the – everyone that finally got on the line to talk to our guests in a matter of minutes. And this allows us to spend more time – following up with individual questions and, and allows our guests time to answer your questions. So the nine o'clock hour is now our on the house hour where we cover something physically on your home and it was security today. 10 o'clock hour now, open lines, whatever you, the Arizona homeowner, want to talk about, one 767 4348 That's one 888 rosie for you. 